0: welcome to Wacom new life assembly's Sermon of the week where as always it's all good news for more info on how to get involved in our church or to partner with our ministry please visit us at wacomnewlifeassembly.org. so in honor of Father's Day uh, well the Lord put this message on my heart but in honor of Father's day I just thought it was so appropriate because I uh, And it goes right along with our Don't Pray Your Way to Poverty. I know I told you that. That was the last message in the series. But, uh, you know, we'll just see what happens. (laughs) But uh, today I want to talk about the greatest wrestling match of all time. Monday night Raw, Friday night whatever. Um, The greatest W, whatever kind of wrestling match. If I were a wrestler, I would name myself... Jacob the heel grabber. That's what I that would be because honestly, of any wrestling match, I don't care if it's it's professional, amateur, real wrestling, fake wrestling. I'm telling you, the one I want to watch on pay-per-view is the wrestling match that happened between Jacob and God Almighty. And you got your money's worth too, because it lasted all night long. All right. So Listen, there's a lot of things when I get to heaven, I'm going to rent the DVD from the heavenly bookstore, or, and we're going to sit there and have a party, and like, let's just watch how this went down. I, you know, you wonder if Jacob put on the luchador mask and, and went for it, but anyway, Zeb doesn't think so, but you know, you never know. And who would win, Samson or Jacob? These are the things I think about at night trying to uh, go to sleep. But let's jump into the scripture before, uh, before I continue down this road of uh, fatherhood jokes. All right. This is found in Genesis chapter 32. Okay. Quick background. Here's the deal. If you don't know much about Jacob, Jacob was, he was a scoundrel, all right? Yeah. God loved him, but he was a scoundrel. This man had, when we're picking up the story, he had already stolen his his brother Esau's birthright, he had also stolen his father's blessing for the firstborn son by putting goat skin on and faking that he was Esau. Then he'd gone over and he deceived his father-in-law Laban, right? Well, his father-in-law Laban was a scoundrel too. He got deceived. He worked 14 years to, to uh, get the, the wife of his dreams. Uh, he got two in the process. But then through the course he deceived, his, he, he, he cheated out his uh, his father-in-law and ended up with with uh, all these, all these uh, extra blessings. So here's the deal. That's where we're at. Now he's going back. This is Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. This is Abraham's grandson. If you remember Abraham, he was the one God promised the land of Israel to. So Jacob knows this, and it's time to go back to his grandfather's land because that's where his inheritance is supposed to be. So he'd spent all this time with Laban, his father-in-law. He worked for him for years and years, and now he's going back. But there's a problem, because Esau, his brother, who he totally swindled, is still living in the land, and he's afraid that as soon as Esau sees him, he's a dead man, all right? Because you know what? Brotherhood only goes so far, right? So that's where we're picking up. He's coming back, and so to kind of preempt Esau, to kind of help him out, Jacob, because he's, he's, he's been blessed, he's, he's, uh, he's got all sorts of, of uh, possessions and cattle, he sends tons of gifts on ahead. He's like, hey, servants, take these and go, go meet Esau, and hopefully that will appease him and help him not be mad so when I get there, he at least won't kill me. All right, so let's pick up. I'm reading out of the Living Bible today uh, for fun. Um, so here we go, Genesis chapter 32, verse th- uh, 20 through 30. It says this. Jacob's strategy was to appease Esau with the presents before meeting him face to face. Perhaps, Jacob hoped, he will be friendly to us. So presents were sent on ahead, and Jacob spent the night in the camp. But during the night, he got up and wakened his two wives and his two concubines and 11 sons and sent them across the Jabbok ford with all of his possessions, and then he returned to the camp and was there alone. Press pause. This is a guy. He is a, if there was ever a shrewd businessman, it was Jacob. Right. He was a shrewd man. So he gets back to the camp. He sent all these things and he's like, you know what? I better send my, my, fam, my wife's, my, my kids, and my possessions away. So if, if Esau brings a band in tonight, they at least won't kill them, right? So he's hedging his bets here. He gets back to the camp and he's there all by himself. Strategy. Here we go. And here's where it gets great. I just love this. And a man wrestled, wrestled with him until dawn. We don't get a whole lot of background about what that looked like. All we get is this statement. Jacob comes back to the camp. Nobody's there. And a man wrestles with him till dawn. And when the man saw that he couldn't win the match, he struck Jacob's hip and knocked it out of a joint at the socket. Then the man said, let me go, for it is dawn. But Jacob panted, I will not let you go until you bless me. What is your name, the man asked. Jacob was his reply. It isn't anymore, the man told him. It is Israel, the one who has power with God. Because you have been strong with God, you shall prevail with men. Jacob says this, what is your name? Jacob asked him. I'm not telling. (laughs) That was the guy. He says, you mustn't ask, uh, the man told him, and and blessed him there. Jacob named the place, Peniel, the face of God, for he said, I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is spared. There's a lot here. First of all, Jacob wrestles with this man, with God, for a blessing. He's not just like, hey, there's a guy, let's fight. That's not, his, that's not his motivation. He wants the blessing that that guy, that God has. And he wants it. And so he goes, he wrestles, and what's the blessing he gets? Is it, is it a pile of cash? Is it a brand new Jeep Wrangler Rubicon Cherry Red? Is it a brand new house? No. He gets a name change. That's the blessing. An identity change is the blessing. Stick a pin in that thought. Before we dive into this, just a couple of things. First of all, who was the man in, in, uh, in the wrestling match, okay? Was it God? That's what Jacob said, this is God. The Bible says there, it's a man, it, 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 God, uh, Jesus. Was it Jesus, or was it an angel, um, None of this is super important, but in the book of Hosea, 12, verse 4, it calls this, it was an angel he wrestled. Yeah. So was it, an, was it an angel? Was it Jesus? Was it a man? Was it God? Could have been. We know that whoever it was, was the representation of God for that moment. That's right. Angel, Jesus, and I don't think it's super important that we know exactly who it was. We'll find out on the DVD in heaven, all right? So so we're, we're going to call this person God because that's who he was representing one way or the other, okay? Why did they wrestle? Jacob just didn't come back to his camp and see a random guy and he's like, this is a great time to stay up all night fighting, right? That, what, what, he wouldn't have done that. He was stressed out about Esau. He's been sending all these things. He just sent his family away. He gets back and, and he, he, he wrestles. Why? Why would he do this? First of all, I kind of picture it like this if you'll bear with me on this video clip. Would you take it easy? I need your help. Take out the legs. Listen to me. Today, I have the chance of a lifetime. But first, I need a man. Get off me. Ah. Uh, Don't you see? Your skills plus my skills. In the ring. That team. You're crazy. Aren't you tired of getting dirt kicked in your face? I am. Don't you want a little taste of the glory? See what it tastes like. No. If we win, we get 200 pesos. That was just for you fathers today. I thought you'd appreciate that. A little Nacho Libre in there for us today. Here's how I picture it. Jacob comes back to camp. Now you have to understand, names are very significant in this portion of Scripture. Okay, So Jacob's name literally means heel grabber. It, all, it, it means, uh, I, want, I want to get this exactly right, it means supplanter or heel grabber. That's what his name was. He came out of the womb, grabbing onto Esau's leg. He was a heel grabber. He, w- he was a great grappler, wrestler. He'd hold on and not let go. What was he known for? He was known for grabbing on and supplanting at the, at the cost of other people. He sees blessing. I'm telling you, he was a shrewd and probably not nice businessman to deal with because if he saw somebody more blessed than him, he was gonna grab onto that and supplant it. Yeah. That's who Jacob was. And so here's, what I, here's how I feel it happened. Now, he sees this man come into the camp and he knows that this guy is blessed more than he is. Whether it was Jesus, an angel, God himself, you know that this guy, this is blessed. And so what does he do? He does what he knows to do. He grabs hold, right? I'm, I'm, I am going to grab hold at your expense until I get that blessing that's on you. Give it to me. It's what I do. I supplant at the expense of others. He knew blessings when he saw it, and he went for it at the detriment of others. His brother, Esau, his father-in-law. Uh, it could go on and on. These are the things he did. So this is how I picture it. And he wasn't like, it wasn't a steel cage match. He wasn't punching this guy. He wasn't slamming, slamming the, the, the metal folding chair. He wasn't grabbing the baseball bat from under the ring and doing all that. What did he do? He just, have you ever had a kid who just grabs your leg, Right, I'm a heel grabber, and I won't let go because they just want to hang out with you. And so Emma, you know, and you just drag her, drag him around like this. This is how I picture it. I don't, I don't feel it was like a WWF turn, turnbuckle moment where Jacob sprung from behind the, the door with the, the metal feel, uh, slam to the head. No, oh, you smell what the rock is cooking. I think he's like, he's got this blessing. Boom. Hey, let go of me. I'm not letting go. I won't let go until I get that blessing. Get off of me. I'm trying, I'm I'm trying, get off of me. No, I'm not letting go. That's who Jacob was. He was a supplanter, a heel holder. It was just good business to get that blessing while the getting was good. He saw it. Finally, and I love this part, God cheats. Finally, now understand, there's no rules of engagement here. We're not talking about professional wrestling or amateur wrestling. There's, there's rules, and you can do this, this, and this. And, and there, there's no rules. So finally, got, Jacob's just holding on. Finally, God, God, God sweeps the leg. <clears throat> got the karate kid. Sweep the leg, right? So what does God do? The, God, he, he, Jacob's holding on. He's like, you know what? This is done. It's been nice. Boom! Pile drive to the face. Right, right there. God places advantage and gives him his blessing. And here's the blessing. So pay attention to this. So we I, I just painted, painted a picture for you of Jacob the supplanter, Jacob the heel grabber. And this is the blessing he receives. What's your name? It's Jacob. Uh-uh. Uh Uh-uh, is what God says. Your name isn't Jacob anymore. It's Israel. Your name isn't Jacob anymore. Your name is Israel. Now, follow me here before we put the slide up. Here's what the name Israel means. God wins. That's what the name Israel means. It means God prevailed. That's the literal meaning of the word Israel. Here's, you've got got Jacob, the supplanter. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to hold on. And God's like, sweep the leg. Ah, what'd you? I'm going to give you a new name. I win. Hmm. He went from the deceiver, he went from the heel grabber, he went went to the supplanter at the expense of others to, hey, you know what, actually God wins. And he's like, okay, now tell me your name. And God's like, nah. (laughs) I'm not gonna let you walk away from here feeling like you won. Because God wins. I, I wanna submit to you one of Jacob's biggest problems was he felt he had to win in everything at the expense of anyone and everyone. Yeah. And his blessing was an identity change to see, oh wait, God's got to win. Come on. I have to lose. <laughs> In fact, I want to turn this, this chapter on its ear just a little bit because I feel like it bears witness. There, just a little bit different perspective here. Because we always talk about how great it is to wrestle with God. And we use this example. Oh, I wrestle with God all night long. But did you know that in the prophetic book of Hosea, Jacob is condemned for wrestling with God? I want to read this to you. It might give you a new perspective on what it means to wrestle with God. It says this in Hosea chapter 12, verse 2 through 6. But the Lord is bringing a lawsuit against Judah. Jacob will be justly punished for his ways. When he was born, he struggled with his brother. When he became a man, he even fought with God. Yes, he wrestled with an angel. Here's where it says it was an angel. And prevailed. He wept and pleaded for a blessing from him. He met God there at Bethel face to face. God spoke to him. The Lord, the God of heaven's armies. Jehovah is his name. Oh, come back to God. He's pleading. Come back to God, people of Israel. Live by the principles of love and justice. Oh, I love this. And always be expecting much from him, your God. You could just go home and chew on that verse. And always be expecting much from him, your God. Always be expecting. Jacob, I believe, felt it was his job to supplant and grab and grasp at every blessing he could get. And supplant at the expense of other people and fight to somehow win God's blessing in God's favor. And I believe the identity change that happened at the end of that wrestling match was God was saying, No, 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 no. I got to win. I have to win. In fact, that's the only way you win. If you, if you go, put my first slide back on there with the, with the, the, the part of Genesis there. It says, tied in with the blessing, as says, your name will no longer be Jacob. It will be Israel, right? It will be God wins, is what, is what it's saying there. Um, and the Israel, the one who has power with God, not against God, the one who has power with God. The only way you win is with God Amen. is by letting God win in you. So do we not contend for blessing anymore? Do we not intercede and stay up all night wrestling with God? Not if you're not doing it right. If you're right if, because here's the deal. And let me just say this plainly. A lot of our intercession, all-night prayer meetings, we're trying to convince God and wrestle him to do something we don't think he wants to do. That's not prayer. Amen. Jacob had to wrestle this angel because he didn't think the angel wanted to give him the blessing. What do you think the angel was there in the first place? <laughs> He'd been sent on assignment to bless Jacob. Yes. And yet he's like, no, I got to get it. No, I got to earn it. I got to fight for it. And he's like, What are you doing? Le- Just get off me. <laughs> I wrestle with him on. Fine. You know what? Sweep the leg. <laughs> God wins is your new name. Amen. Let God win. Stop trying to steal, kill, and destroy to earn some sort of a blessing. God is already looking at you with favor and wanting to bless you because you've come to Jesus Christ. Amen. You are highly favored. So do we not contend? We, we do, we pray, we intercede. Those things are, fan, are, are, are fantastic, but it's not against anyone. It's not to manipulate or convince God in any way. He's God, he's sovereign. It is to just commune with him and find out what he's talking about. So do we get rid of our luchador masks? <laughs> no, we just have to realize this. This, this. this is true prayer. It's not an opponent, like you're fighting against God or convincing God. That's, that is incorrect. He is on your side. He is for you, not against you. So it's very important to get to know and understand that. Otherwise, you will, you will approach God, like Jacob, as the, as the heel holder in the WWF. i am got him. No, I'm not letting you go, God, till you bless me. And he's like, I've been trying to bless you all, the, all your life. If you just let me win, <laughs> if you would just let me have my way in you, you would find yourself blessed. Amen. If you would just lay down your life for other people, you'll win. Amen. If you would just lay down your life for my sake, you're going to be blessed. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let go until, yeah, you don't let go of God. He's not going to let go of you. Or, we, or we, we fall into this temptation. We try to look at the flesh. Oh, my battle is against that guy, that evil boss of mine. He cusses like a sailor, drinks like a whatever, drinks a lot, and, uh, and he's, he's always against me. Oh, i got to find a way to manipulate him. Or all right, take it to prayer, God, nail him. Remove my boss so that I can have the blessings finally. That's a Jacob prayer. That's not an Israel prayer. An Israel prayer is God, you win. You've already won. Bless my boss. You realize that that's the most powerful prayer you can play for pray for anybody who you have animosity against. Bless them. Because God's blessing comes with identity change. And when we have an identity change, we act differently. My, my struggle is not, this is, this is Ephesians chapter 6, 12, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers. It's never against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, authorities, against the powers of dark, of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's your wrestling match. It's not against Trump, it's not against Biden, It's not against your boss. It's not against your your spouse. It's not against the person you call your enemy. It's not against that person who wronged you. It's never against anyone ever. If that's your wrestling match, you're being a Jacob. And God's calling you out of that. He wants to change your identity today. Our struggle is, is, is in that spiritual realm. And you get to lay the smack down there. Now, before you put on your stretchy pants... Let's take this one step further. Because the thing is, I read all of these names, right? Let me read that again. These are, the, these are, these are your opponents in the SummerSlam 2019. These, and these names are meant to draw, to, 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 you're gonna be like, it'll stir up fear in you. Oh man, that guy sounds scary. Here's your opponents. The rulers, the authorities. Oh, listen to this one. Imagine if you were gonna square up against this wrestler. My name is powers of this dark world, or spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's your battle. You get to square off. These are what you get to square off against. And so here, I want to give you one more warning. The temptation, then, is to come up with an equally scary name to scare them off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Spiritual forces. Well, I'm Jacob the Burninator, right? This is, and this is what wrestlers do. You got to come up with a really cool name to intimidate your opponent, right? Like, like, like Hulk Hogan, Ooh, right? Right? He's huge. My name is Hulk Hogan. I'm not just regular Mr. Hogan. I'm Hulk Hogan because I'm huge. What am I trying to do? I want to intimidate my opponents. Or one of my favorites, the Undertaker. I will drag you and bury you alive. Some of you might remember this guy. Jake the Snake Roberts, right? He's going to put the squeeze on you, right? And, and if, you, if, if, you, if you find yourself on there, he's going he's gonna to put a snake on you. He's going to squeeze you. Or The Rock, right? Oh, I'm unmovable. I'm The Rock. I'm also Maui from Moana, or again, my personal favorite, Nacho Libre. Here's the deal: ¿Cómo se dice Nacho Libre en inglés? Free nachos. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I just I figured this I realized it this morning. This has nothing to do with the message, but he got his name because what did he he threw nacho chips on the ground? Free nachos. And Escalato went to get it, and Nacho Libre attacked him from behind. That was a secret move. Nacho Libre, free nachos. All right. That was, again, for you father. All right. Most of the names are cool. But remember, let's, let's get back to business here. Remember who is wrestling here. If you get intimidated by the spiritual forces of evil in this dark... Your temptation is to try to assume a caricature like the WWF and come up with a name to try to scare back those things. You're only supposed to be afraid of one thing, and that's God Almighty. And so these names, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, they're not, God's not throwing them out there to intimidate you, but to point you to who's supposed to be this in, in, in charge of the wrestling match here. Don't become the healed holder because you're afraid of it's so dark, it's so scary, it's so bad here. Because then you'll become the supplanter who starts to aim at human beings and starts to wrestle and supplant them because they're the problem. It's never the human being that's the problem. It's the spirit in there. You must become Israel. You must be the one who knows that God wins. God prevails. Amen. You have to know this. You have to believe this. Because Jacob can't, de- can't defeat the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Only God can. Only Israel who knows that God wins can. What was what was God trying to teach Jacob? Boom! I win! Yes. It doesn't matter what Esau's going to do to you. It doesn't matter what might come against you tomorrow. You, you can stop stressing about it. I win. I win. Sweep the leg. (gasps) Sweep the leg. Oh, I'm going to be, oh, my new name is Satan Puncher. I'm going to be the Satan Puncher. Listen, if you punch Satan, ain't nothing going to happen. But if God punches Satan, everything happens. So you must know who you are. You must know that, oh, who am I? Oh, God wins. That's who I am. God wins, that's who I am. And then I would encourage you in this way, stop fighting fair. Stop trying to fight like a gentleman, okay? If you're fighting against somebody else, yes, follow rude, you know, you, you fight fair, all of those things, but our battle's not against that. Our battle's not against flesh and blood, it's against rulers, authorities, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Stop trying to fight fair with them. It's a no holds bar, and I would encourage you, Sweep the leg. Amen. But oh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm actually tired of, of, of this oppression. I'm actually tired of this depression. I'm actually tired of this darkness in my school. I'm actually tired of this darkness. You know what? Boom, God wins. Pile drive to the face. But you can only do that if God's the one fighting, not Jacob. If you're trying to puff yourself up and, oh yeah, oh, we're going to get this darkness and depression. No, no, no. You know what? God wins. Sweep the leg. Stop trying to fight fair against the spiritual forces of evil. You have a God that wins, always wins. He is the winner. For our church, it has to be God. We everything we do oh well God wins. Not our brilliant, brilliant strategies, amazing talents, great people. We've got we got good things like that. But if that's what we're relying on, we're Jacob the deceivers. We're trying to to scratch out blessing for ourselves. No, 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 God wins. Have your way, God. Do whatever you want. We will follow you. We will sweep the leg when we look to you and you say, just go. Dads, I want to talk to you for a second. Dads, contending for your children. Stop fighting fair. I'm not saying when you're fighting with your kids, when you're training with your kids, yes, be kind and gentle and, and compassionate, all of those things, but if you see your kids struggling with rebellion, you know who's got to win. Punch to the face, not to your kids. God wins. Depression, pile driver. God wins. Fear, anger, suplex. God wins. Boom. Because if God wins, what's part of that blessing? That's how we win. When I win, I lose. Jacob had to learn that. In your marriage, fathers, men, do you know what the spiritual force of evil in the heavenly realms that has to lose? Your own selfish ambition. You must stop fighting fair against your own evil desires. (laughs) Kick to the face. God wins. Sweep the leg. Lay your life down. Jacob went from somebody who would go to the detriment of others to get everything he wanted to, oh my goodness, Israel, God wins. No. Which means I lay my life down. Yes. And when Jesus came, that's exactly what he says. Greater love has no one than this, that he would lay his life down for a friend. That is spiritual warfare. Do you want to do the most spiritual thing you can defer. You want to do the most profoundly prophetic spiritual godly thing lay your life down for someone Amen. god wins that's how you win Amen. stop grabbing stop holding onto the heel and being dragged around the kitchen i won't let go until i get my way <laughs> sweep the leg god wins yes. that's spiritual warfare it's not against flesh and blood i am so overwhelmed like Every day that I'm sitting and reading the scripture, there's another verse about God telling us to lay our lives down for other people, to like other people, to love other people, to sacrifice for other people. Listen to this in 1 John 2. I just can't get away from it. Verse 2, 9 through, excuse me, chapter 2, verse 9 through 11 says this. Anyone who says he is walking in the light of Christ but dislikes his fellow man is still in darkness. <laughs> I thought we were just supposed to love him. Oh, it says you're all supposed to like him. That's a hard assignment. Lay your life down, let God win. Amen. I'm telling you because what's this what is this implying? That it, oh, I should finish it before I continue, because it gets even better. It's it, it is, is in darkness. But whoever loves his fellow man is walking in light and can see his way without stumbling around in the darkness and sin. For he who dislikes his brother is wandering in spiritual darkness and doesn't know where he's going. For the darkness has made him blind so that he cannot see. Okay. Okay. What this is implying, if you enter the ras- wrestling match of any spiritual warfare and you are disliking and blaming and looking at others, and ha- You're, it's, like, it's like going up against all of those WWF superstars blindfolded. I'm going to get you. I can't even see where I'm going. You're going to get smacked down so hard and so fast. There is something profound when I lay my life down and defer and love and choose to love my spouse, my kids, my boss, the people that, I, that, I, that have wronged me, the people in that other country. Oh, it's such a terrible country. I can't even imagine that. Oh, we're gonna lay our lives down for them. All of a sudden, now we can see clearly in the ring. God wins. Amen. Oh, I'm gonna get, no, you're not gonna get me. God wins. But when I hold contention, bitterness... Unforgiveness. Even I don't even. I just don't like that person. I'm a blind man. And you're talking about praying for the blind and the and the deaf. Love people, yes. and you'll see the eyes open. Second Peter one six through eight says this. This this tripped me up big time this week. It says this next. Learn to put aside your own desires so that you will become patient and godly, gladly letting God have his way with you. That's Israel. Keep going. This will make possible the next step, which is for you to enjoy other people and to like them. <laughs> Press pause. I want to read that again. Come on. This is going to change some of your lives. This will make possible the next step, for, with, for you to enjoy other people. I just don't like being around people. I just want to be around my horses you got a problem. Yeah. You do, I mean, I'm not, you can love horses, love animals, love, lo, love your hobby, whatever it is, but I just can't be around people because I don't like them. You have a problem. See it for what it is. Yeah. God is calling you to enjoy people yeah. because he loves them dearly. Anybody ever talk bad about your kids to you? Something rises up in you. Know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap you in the face. Your struggle is no longer, and my struggle is all of a sudden against flesh and blood, you. No, I'm kidding. But this is the thing, I just don't like people. God made all men and women in his image and loves them every bit as much as you. So when I start slamming and hating and disliking and not enjoying other people, what am I saying? God, these people are dumb. I'm your favorite. I don't even like them, he's like, I love them. And here's the danger, You you start engaging in the warfare against other people, guess who's going to come to their aid? at your expense, oh, yeah. Yeah, their father. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. You're going to experience a father's, a father's rebuke and correction. Won't change his love for you, but you're going to get corrected. And so take this warning, heed this warning today while you hear the word of God before you. How do I start to like and enjoy other people? This is a big problem in me. Well, he gives it to you right here. First thing you need to do, do is learn to put aside your own desires so that you will become patient and godly, gladding, gladly letting God have his way with you. Lay your life down to God. Now, now, now the next step is possible. Because I've, I've learned. I'm deferring to you, God. I've become Israel. You've swept the leg. I get it. I'm no longer Jacob. Now I will let, I will let you have your way. The next step. Is for you to enjoy other people and to like them. And finally, finally you will grow to love them deeply. The more you go on this way, the more you will grow strong spiritually and become fruitful and useful to the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to make a profound impact? It's as simple as this. I'm Israel. God wins. I lay my life down for you, God. I see these other people, I will lay my life down for them. Amen. I will serve, I will love, I will just lay my life down. Well, oh, I like them. Well, you know, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to enjoy them a little bit now. I thought I hated them before. <laughs> you will find yourself having a deep sense of compassion for the people that you've always despised. You've if you have ever struggled with racism? hatred, bigotry. You've struggled with uh, you don't like, I don't like people of a certain class. It's just, I just can't be around these kind of, listen, first of all, that's nonsense. Yeah. Let God have his way in you. Start praying for them, not against them. You'll learn to enjoy them, like them, and love them deeply. Yes. And you will start to see revival happening around you. Amen. It just will start to happen. We have to let God win. Yeah. Because if he wins, we win. Amen. Yeah. That's how the wrestling match works. Would you stand with me? I just want to pray a blessing over you. And, and, uh, and if you want to receive, you know, you just need a new name. You've been Jacob your whole life. You've been, you've been a grabber. You've been a, you've been a little heel grabber. <laughs> and you just want to say, God, I, I want to let you in in my life. And you're just going to put your hands out in front of you. I want to pray a special blessing over you fathers today. Uh, it, it, it's tough. It's tough sometimes to lay your life down at, for the expense of your children. Sometimes it's, 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 it's just tough to lay down your life for, the, for your wife, for those around you, for even your, even your employer and, and just the people you consider your enemies. But this is what God is calling us to be. Let God sweep the leg today of all of those things. And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the great victor, the crowned one, the, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, we invite you to sweep the leg today of our identities that of selfishness, of uh, of evil desires, of trying to puff ourselves up and accomplish something wonderful on our own. Father, today I just pray that you would sweep the leg, instill the new name, the new identity as a blessing upon each one of us here that we would see that only when you win can we win. (laughs) Only when you have your way do blessings really follow, true blessings that don't come with, with curses attached. And so we lay our lives down. Father, I pray that you would fill fathers in this place with your joy, with your peace, with a vision and a revelation. Father, and if anybody here has contention, has a dislike or disdain or hatred towards any other human being, Father, we invite you to sweep that leg as well. We invite you to change our hearts. And even as an act, Father, any of us here who are struggling with that, Because we feel like we deserve to not like them after the way they behaved. We die to self in that. And we lay it down and we say, Israel, God wins. So that we can walk through this life seeing clearly the opponent, not against flesh and blood. Father, may you sweep the ring for us so that we can see, give us eyes to see as we lay our lives down and learn to love other people and see them as you do. So, Father, we pray that blessing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's sermon. If you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit us at www.WacomNewLifeAssembly.org